Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University. Where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. I'm your host, Petty Eminger. You may know me as Petty Pop Culture from TikTok. If it's your first time here, thank you so much for coming. You are so welcome. Take a seat wherever you would like in the classroom. There is room for you. If it is not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. I love you. I stand you. I'm in your fandom. So you guys, it is only Tuesday and something is pissing me off so much this week. And you know what that is? You've probably seen it too. It's the trend where men everywhere are growing mustaches for no reason mustaches are in right now everywhere you go everyone on social media is shaving their face except for their mustache and i just don't know why do you guys like this did someone ask for this this is an epidemic why does literally every guy have one even like pete davidson has one and he's with kim kardashian who is setting this trend and why are we standing for it i will never grow a mustache i would sooner grow a tumor than a mustache the day that you see me as a mustache is the day that i'm sending a secret signal to you that i'm in danger and i need help i just don't think that's how the hair on your face is supposed to be i think it should be like an all or nothing situation you should either keep everything or shave everything we don't need to do these weird doodly designs on our face and guys are encouraging their friends to get one pressuring them to grow a mustache can we reverse toxic masculinity and bully these men for being too masculine we need to pull the Uno reverse kind of toxic masculinity. I'm over it and I hope the trend ends very soon because it's ruining the vibe. It's not the vibe, okay? Stop. Anyway, there is less pressing matters to talk about than this epidemic going on. But what we're going to talk about today for the tea is actually very piping hot tea today. We're going to talk about Leah Michelle being cast in the Broadway musical of her dreams, which is pissing a lot of people off. And we will get to why. And then we're going to talk about Elon Musk having secret twins last year at the same time he was having kids with someone else that was just exposed. And then we're going to talk about why mass groups of people are being kicked out of the Minions movie in the most despicable act of civil disobedience I have ever seen. But before we get into all of this tea, make sure to write this podcast five stars on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You're already here. You may as well do so. Screenshot it, put it on your Instagram story, tag me, let everyone know what amazing podcast you're listening to. Leave a cute review in the review section. I appreciate it so much. And without further ado, let's get into Pop Culture University. Take your seats. Why do good things happen to bad people? You guys, Leah Michelle came out on top. I don't know how the fuck she did it. Okay, so here's what you missed on Glee. Glee star Leah Michelle is taking over the lead role of the Broadway play Funny Girl. She'll be playing Fanny Bryce after the original actress who was cast in this run of the show 
abruptly announced that she'll be leaving the role because she said that production, quote, decided to take the show in a different direction. Mm. Did that direction have to do with Leah Michelle holding a knife to their backs? I don't know. Did she show up at their house with a package bomb? Maybe. Apparently, though, the old actress who played Fanny Bryce before Leah wasn't very good, let's just say. And the critics didn't give her the most applauding reviews. So here came in Miss Jewish Superwoman Leah Michelle to save the day. And now she's casted to the internet's dismay. She got the role of her dreams. She's so fucking happy. Leah posted to celebrate, quote, A dream come true is an understatement. I'm so incredibly honored to join this cast and production and return to the stage playing Fanny Bryce on Broadway. See you September 6th. So pretentious and self-important, like fucking Leah Michelle would do. This is a dream come true for her because Barbara Streisand is like her idol and she's literally obsessed with Barbara. And Barbara was the first woman to play this role on Broadway. So Leah probably feels like the reincarnation or the Messiah right now. Leah is actually such a stan of Barbara that she opened each chapter of her 2014 memoir called Brunette Ambition. So fucking basic. I'm sure on the cover she was wearing fall boots and a fall scarf with a fucking ice latte. She opened every single chapter with a Barbara Streisand quote. That is such stan behavior, you guys. Even your favorites and these big celebrities stan people. But this is also crazy because it was a storyline on Glee that Leah's character, who she is suspiciously very similar to, was vying for this exact role on Broadway throughout the whole series of the show. And she actually got the role in the end of the show. So it's like the whole world is just an episode of Glee right now. You know, Glee is now real life. It's so meta. She really fulfilled the prophecy that Ryan Murphy wrote for her you know until season five and then they made her character quit the show and that series sabotaged harder than Lindsay lohan and that's why it only got to season six but either way the internet is fucking pissed people are not happy for her and do you want to know why people aren't happy for her because of the whole scandal that she went through in 2020 where she was exposed for being the absolute worst person to work with on the production and the set of anything and not only the worst person but racist but i'm talking about like not even like microaggressions, like macroaggressions. Do you guys remember when um, Glee star Samantha Ware, who was only in the show season five and six, said that when she got to the set, one of the first things that she heard Leah say about her was that if she had the chance that she would take Samantha's wig off, off of her head. Samantha is a black woman. She would take her wig off of her head and shit in it if she could. And then when she tweeted that, when Samantha tweeted that, Amber Riley who plays Mercedes on Glee, responded in agreeance that Leah was horrible. Heather Morris and Naya Rivera, RIP, that icon, both said that she is awful to work with. And the people who she used to be on Broadway with said that they're literally traumatized by the manipulative and awful things that she would do to people and get people fired and get people to quit and not want to come back. She would call the background actors on the Broadway show and on Glee cockroaches and make them feel like they didn't belong and wouldn't speak to them. Someone said, quote, she was a nightmare to work with and she made us feel like we didn't belong. And remember, like Leah lost all her brand deals with HelloFresh, who will literally work with everyone. So that's fucking shocking that HelloFresh stopped working with Leah. And she gave this whole fake ass apology to try to save herself. But it, it was like, do you know, like those apologies that are kind of like non apologies? That's what people are calling them now. So many people have given bullshit non insincere apologies that there's now a phrase for it she gave a non-apology where she said quote whether it was my privileged position 
and perspective that caused me to be perceived as insensitive or inappropriate at times, or whether it was just my immaturity and me just being unnecessarily difficult, I apologize for my behavior and for any pain which I've caused. So basically she said, there is a slight chance that I may be the most awful person on earth, but the bigger chance is that you guys just perceive me wrong because you're fucking idiots and I'm better than you. So nonetheless, Twitter was pissed to see that this woman that they canceled in 2020 for being bad to work with is now getting this huge production of a Broadway play that she's always wanted. The tweets though, I'm sorry to like ravel in someone being hated, but they were so funny. I was in my bed by myself, like fresh out the shower, just laughing my ass off people walking by my room probably thought i was a fucking lunatic someone said leah michelle is proof well this one isn't funny leah michelle is proof that if you don't change or learn even a single thing when faced with your reprehensible behavior all of your wildest dreams can come true stay the course and it has almost twenty thousand likes like twitter was fucking destroying her i've never seen so many viral tweets mad at someone's success in my life and that says a lot about leah michelle this one was funny though it's a picture of Sarah Jessica Parker typing on her laptop in Sex in the City, and it says, As I reel from the news that Leah Michelle is set to play Fanny Bryson Funny Girl, I couldn't help but wonder, did my one million streams of Rachel Berry's version of Don't Rain on My Parade help bring this travesty to fruition? If it did, I am truly, deeply sorry. Why is that me? And I'm sorry, but why is that all of us? We love Leah Michelle's voice. She is so talented. And that is what is so annoying. She like, damn, she is difficult and a bitch, but she is, she can fucking sing. And we really like, I love her. I'm sorry. I fucking love her voice. And that's why this whole situation sucks. I want to join the hate bus and hate her, but it's really hard to. I'm like, I hate this bitch. And then I hear her version of Take a Bow from Glee. And I'm like, well, maybe she can get another chance. But she's awful. Um, This person said, if Leah Michelle has a million haters, I'm one of them. If she has one hater, it's me. If she has zero haters, it means that I have left this earth. If she has one hater after I died, then I crawled out of hell through fire and brimstone to hate her again. So the tweets, to say the least, were evil and funny. Kind of like Santana Lopez. Can I just say something? If Naya Rivera was alive, she would have stopped this. She would have never let a world where she lived in let this happen. She would take that role from her. Leah Michelle would be funny girl, but Naya Rivera would be hilarious girl and steal that role from her. I'm not even kidding. So anyway, people are upset because they think that this is proof that you can just ignore any responsibility for your past wrongdoings and pretend that they never happened. So you can keep pretending like you're a good person. Then life can continue and you'll be fine and unscathed and all your dreams will come true and your privilege will help you so much. But guess who didn't forget? Samantha Ware. When this news came out, I'm so happy that Samantha like decided to speak up again because it'd be so easy for her to just like want to leave this, this in the past and like kind of accept what happened to Leah and move on. But Samantha said, yes, I'm online today. Yes, I see y'all. Yes, I care. Yes, I'm affected. Yes, I'm human. Yes, I'm black. Yes, I was abused. Yes, my dreams were tainted. Yes, Broadway upholds whiteness. Yes, Hollywood does the same. Yes, silence is complicity. Yes, I'm loud. Yes, I do it again. She is really the one who is carrying the weight for this whole fucking thing. Because even though a lot of people were hating her, they weren't like continually holding her responsible and like they did in 2020, make sure she, she loses brand deals. They're not like m trying to get her to really lose the role. They're just making jokes about it. But Samantha is not going to sit here and be quiet. She's going to remember what Leah did, saying that she'll shit in her wig and taint her dreams of being in Hollywood and, you know, foreseeing a happy career for herself. And I'm happy that she's not just going to let up on her so quickly. And honestly, after Leah's horrible 
uh, apology. She deserves it. So yeah, Leah saw all these and on her celebratory post on Instagram, she had to limit all the comments, which was kind of sad. You know, you have to celebrate, but you can't really like let people bring you down. So it kind of like rained on her parade a little bit. No pun intended. But you know, it's a good thing. She won't even see the tweets and the comments because she can't read. I don't know if you guys know this, but there's a big conspiracy that Leah Michelle cannot read. I don't even know where it came from. There's like a whole like slew of proof why she can't read. Um, like apparently rumors that she would only listen to the scripts of Glee, like in her headphones and she was walking around with them. I could make a whole podcast episode about that in the future, but people were running with the joke that she can't read on Twitter. And it was also hilarious. Someone said, thinking about how Leah Michelle hasn't made any kind of post to debunk the jokes about how she can't read. But then I realized she doesn't know about it because she can't read the tweets. Why does that have 60,000 likes? Someone else said, Leah Michelle made a deal with the devil so she could be in Funny Girl on Broadway. She's like Ariel, but instead of trading her voice, she traded the ability to read. <laughs> it has 50,000 likes, too. And then someone said, the worst part of all this is that even if we try to cyberbully Leah Michelle out of Funny Girl, she won't even be able to read our mean tweets. I'm sorry, Twitter is so toxic, but it is just so fucking funny. One last bit about this. I know I've been talking about this for a long time. There's just so much tea, you know, and it's kind of fucking hilarious, this whole situation. So just a lot to talk about. The last thing I want to talk about is that Leah Michelle's Glee co-star, this is kind of crazy, Jane Lynch, is a cast member of Funny Girl on Broadway too. So they were going to work together, but she just announced today that she is leaving the cast and will now be replaced with someone else. That is fucking tea. Does Jane Lynch not want to work with her? Has she had enough of her shit? Is, you know, is Jane Lynch fine financially off and, you know, it's not worth the trouble of dealing with Leah Michelle or Rachel Berry's annoying ass again? Or did she drop out of the play just so she can buy tickets and leave halfway through Leah Michelle's first night like she did in Glee? I don't even know. But the biggest gag of all this is that Leah Michelle still is coming out on top because her first show has already sold out. They already put the tickets and people have already bought all the tickets to see Leah Michelle and Funny Girl the first night. And let's hope, you know, it goes good for Leah because the last thing we want is another Glee cast member dead. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I shouldn't joke about that. I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm sure she'll break a leg or someone will do it for her. So what can we learn from this? I think the lesson here is that you're not better than anyone. Like Leah Michelle thinks that she is. And that's why her, her whole reputation is tainted. You are not better than anyone. So you should not act like that. We are all equal. We are all human beings. Nothing particularly makes you better than the person to your right or to your left, if you're more financially successful, if you're more attractive, does that make you worth more as a living human with a soul as someone else? No. So if you think you're better than the person next to you, change your mindset and start to practice treating everyone with the same amount of respect, no matter who it is, and not falling into the trap of somehow thinking that you're better and acting cocky or arrogant or rude or dismissive to someone it is not cute it is a it is a horrible trait to have and you can see when people think that they're better than you and it is just so disgusting so don't be that person and i think that leah michelle would have gotten even more opportunities if she treated people better she was gone for a hot minute like what was her last show the mayor so long ago she was gone for a long time and then she finally got this but if people didn't hate her like they do she probably would have gotten a lot more and maybe been cast in funny girl the first time so treat people with respect and equally.
Elon Musk is wilding out with Nick Cannon. Elon Musk is almost as rich in children now as he is in money because it was revealed that he secretly had twins last year in 2021 in November with the project director of his Neuralink company. Her name is Siobhan Zillis. And the, here's the fucking tea. So if that wasn't tea enough that he was having, I don't know, an affair, is that his mistress from work, were they doing it on the office tables? Were they doing it with the robots? Were they doing it in space? Like, what was going on with Elon and this worker? The tea is that these twins that Elon now has came weeks before Elon and his last girlfriend, Grimes, had a baby via surrogate. So that is tea. He was having kids with two women at the same time and we don't know exactly what their dynamic was elon and grimes if they were official if they were well exclusive we don't know if they were exclusive we don't know if they had an open relationship or something but what we do know is that at the time before november when he had these kids grimes said that they wanted to have more kids together maybe four or five and they already have two but grimes must have not known about it at the time because after their baby happened they broke up for unknown reasons in December. Maybe that's when Grimes found out and she no longer trusted him, wanted to have two more babies with him. So now we all know that ha- that, that happened. And I think this just goes to show that no matter who the man is, he could be a genius, he could have Asperger's, he could be a trillionaire. At the end of the day, he is going to want to get his D wet and he does not care. And they're going to get them pregnant, they're going to have kids, and guess what? He's still not gonna care guys do not take this having a kid thing as seriously and responsibly as they should and by the way i can't imagine being seduced by elon musk with with that face and that robotic look in his eye i i I don't understand but apparently a lot of people have been seduced by elon musk i guess 241 billion dollars does do some talking but a lot of people have been seduced by him because he has nine kids now so not only does he now have twins with his project director from his company Neuralink, he has two children with Grimes, which, by the way, are a boy and a girl that they call X and Y, which is, I, by the way, hate that because, well, actually, maybe I love that because I think the X is the boy and the Y is the girl. At first, I was about to be like, they're putting them in a box with their chromosomes, you know, like Y and X, but it's actually flipped. The girl has the Y chromosome, which is like the boy chromosome. So I love that. Good for Grimes. We stand Grimes. So anyway, two kids with director two kids with grimes and five kids with his first wife justine musk they had triplets and twins something about elon is that he's going to be time efficient he said nah my women are having multiple kids in the time that it would take to have one he does everything efficiently constantly engineering constantly raising the bar for us all he has three sets of triplets and two sets of twins something in his sperm i don't even know that is some that is strong they be penetrating that egg do you guys want to know something i was going to be a twin Petty Pop Culture was going to be a twin. And then my twin died in the womb. I know. Isn't that sad? Like that girl from Pitch Perfect. Like, my twin died in the womb. Oh, no, no. I ate my twin in the womb. I didn't eat him, though, because we we were going to be fraternal twins. So we were going to be nothing alike. We would probably have been rivals and nemesises. So, you know, I'm happy all that drama was crushed before it started. I'm just kidding. We would have slayed. And I, I sometimes get jealous of twins. It's kind of fierce having a twin. Even if they're fraternal. I don't know. I think it could be fun. But anyway, Elon, kind of like Nick Cannon, tried to justify his constantly having babies, constantly popping off springs, constantly busting nuts. He tried to give a rationale to this whole thing and that he said 
that he keeps having these kids. He has nine kids because the birth rate in the world is going down and he's just doing his job to raise the birth rate as if someone begged him to do that. He tweeted, doing my best to help the underpopulation crisis. A collapsing birth rate is the biggest danger civilization faces by far. Bitch, the future of the planet and our tax dollars are in this man's hands. Like, I used to trust this man until he said that. He said the biggest problem facing humanity is the birth rate. I could name 15 other problems right now that are more important. I don't know, climate change. If we don't do something in seven years, we're literally all going to die one day and make irreversible damage to all human countries, cities, all living populations, habitats ever. How How is that not a bigger problem? I don't fucking know. But apparently that's the biggest problem and he's fixing it by, you know, popping out babies but does he even raise these kids is he even a good dad with all the shit that he has on his plate is he more focused on his dollars or his kids i think he should be more focused on his kids but he's not elon musk said one time quote in regards to his parent style his parenting style he said right now there's not much i can do grimes has a much bigger role than me right now as in parenting role when the kids get older, there'll be more of a role for me. What do you mean not much of a role? Do you not help at all? Is there not literally anything you can do? This is so gaslighty and excuse-giving. I So Grimes just does everything? And, you know, when the kids are 15, are you going to, like, have the birds and the bees talk with them? Like, what, uh, what are you going to do? The way he's just trying to, like, relieve himself of responsibility with that excuse when he has kids just rubs me the wrong way and i hate that and we already know that his one child hates him and wants nothing to do with him and legally changed their name their last name because um this boy is trans and elon musk said like some transphobic things in the past and he's just not the best dad Uh, xavier musk who is a trans man said gender identity and the fact that i no longer live or wish to be related to my biological father in any way shape or form is why they changed their name so that's crazy i feel like this is just all not the best news that Elon Musk keeps having kids. But anyway, what can we learn from this? I think what we can learn from this is that in our society, it is normalized that everyone should have kids. If you don't, it's almost like you're not following the roadmap of life. It's a a negative thing to look down. We all envision it in our paths on life. And if you already have a kid, you probably felt as though that was like the normal thing to do. But I think we should de-normalize the fact that everyone wants to have kids and let everyone know and really learn and see that kids aren't just something that you have because you're bored or you want to fit in because you think you have to you should really only have a child if you're ready to fully support it not even just that though not even just you know doing the basics and supporting it but you should really only have a child if you're ready to love them and give that child everything they need and be the absolute best parent they can and literally shower that kid with love because they're not asking to be brought into the world you're doing that to them and it's your responsibility to be the best parent you can and love them and give that child everything they need and there's no shame in not having one i think we need to erase that shame so what we can learn here is that you literally do not need to have a kid if you don't that is not embarrassing at all no matter what anyone says that is not shameful that is not weird if you want to be 40 and 50 and spend your dollars how you want live an independent life party all the time treat yourself and not have kids and that's the life you want that is totally normal and amazing and we should not judge people for that. And there's so many implications and things to think about when having a kid, especially with climate change coming up in this economy. I think we should learn that we all need to take more time to think about if we really want a kid or be a parent one day and know that not having one is a total amazing option. 
We're not done with Elon Musk, by the way, though. Oh, I'm sorry. There's a little bit more, but this is kind of continuation of something that's been going on for a long time. And that's the fact that Elon Musk no longer wants to buy Twitter. He no longer wants to be the daddy of Twitter. He's the daddy of enough things. So he is trying to back out of his $44 billion Twitter deal. So him and Twitter, like, they had the whole deal. He was set to, you know, take over the company. And Twitter accepted it. You know, they accepted his offer. But now he no longer wants it because Musk and his team were not satisfied with the information he was given about everything that he would take on when he took over Twitter. So he didn't like the information he was given about fake accounts and bots on the app. And that's what he said was one of the biggest problems on the app that he wanted to fix. And now that the deal has already gone through, Twitter has kind of given him him different information about the bots and the fake accounts on the app that is worse than what Elon thought. So Elon doesn't want it anymore because the product isn't what he thought it was going to be. So this will probably end up in a lawsuit because Twitter may force him to buy it uh, because contracts were signed and Elon is not going to want to do that. Uh, he tweeted like a gif of himself because he's so unhinged on Twitter. He It's like photos of him laughing just harder and harder each for each one. So he said, they said I couldn't buy Twitter. Then they wouldn't disclose bot info. Now they want to force me to buy Twitter in court. Now they have to disclose bot info in court. And he's laughing harder every single time. So maybe he's having buyer's remorse. Maybe he's just scared of this $44 billion. Like even for him, that's a pretty big chunk of his net worth. So... He seems to be in a sticky situation. Maybe he'll have to buy this thing that he doesn't really want and just deal with it. Maybe he'll get out of it. But I'm glad that I won't ever have to deal with that level of buyer's remorse because that is just too much for me to handle. But it looks like Twitter will no longer be run by Mr. Elon Musk. And I think a lot of people will think that's a good thing. So there's some good news in this world. PSA, PSA, go stream About Dan Time by Lizzo because she was number two on Billboard this week with About Dan Time. And I want Lizzo to have her second number one hit. I love that bitch so much. I want her to shine. I want her to go off. And she's getting like so excited. So please go stream it. You know, help her out. And her album is coming out this Friday. Ah! So like the next time I post a podcast episode, it will be out. I'm so fucking excited. I love that one she did on SNL special. In case nobody told you today, you're special. She hasn't released it, though. She teased us. There's a song title on the album, Everybody's Gay. That's literally the title of the song, which I love. I agree with that title, and I agree with that agenda. And if the conservatives' fears are true, everyone will be gay in about four to five generations, and the human race will cease to exist. But I think that's an amazing thing. So go stream her right now. Harry Styles is... um. Still number one with As It Was. I mean, good for him. That's a bop. Love Harry. That's like a career-defining song for him. So good for him with like taking over the world with that and his non-binaryness. Beyonce is also doing good. She's number nine this week with Break My Soul. She could have got higher, but Beyonce really doesn't care about charts. Like she didn't, didn't even release a music video. She didn't even release it on the day she's supposed to. So Cardi B is kind of flopping though. Hot Chick got number 13, which sounds good. But Cardi B is used to like going number one with everything that she does. And she was looking to add 
another number one to extend her record of female rapper with most ones. But she did not. It was going to be her sixth, but it does not seem like she's going to do that. So anyway, let's get into what we're about to talk about. So something very despicable is going on. If you ask me, despicable me, people are getting banned from seeing the new Minions movie if they show up to the theater wearing one specific thing. And no, it is not a strap on. It is a suit. If you show up to the Minions movie at a theater wearing a suit, you'll be asked to leave. And you know why? Because of the hashtag gentle Minions trend that is going on on the internet. So the trend going on right now is that groups of kids, teenagers, adults, literally everyone are, you, you know, who say they're actually part of a cult. They're all getting together, dressing up, wearing suits and sunglasses, and they're filling up the whole theater with themselves besides maybe a few innocent moviegoers who are just trying to see minions with their kids. And when they get in the theater, they are screaming things at the screen the whole movie. They're mimicking the minions and they're getting up and cheering and raging after the movie is over. Not only that, but they're throwing bananas at the screen. Banana. And if they don't have bananas, they're throwing popcorn. These people are like real minions in real life but like for the minions they're the minions minions one theater actually had to refund moviegoers over one thousand dollars in total because they all left and were annoyed people said that their their kids were like crying i mean it seems like you know there's more important things to cry about but someone else said that the workers are even upset because they have to clean after them mr beast even got internet so you know it's bad he rented out like the whole movie theater for people to do this i can only imagine how sad those workers were realizing that they're gonna have to say three hours extra to clean all the popcorn that mr beast probably rocket launched at the screen and so now this whole thing is getting so bad that theaters are starting to put signs outside of their doors that say due to recent disturbances following the recent hashtag gentle minions trend any group of guests in formal attire will be refused entry for showings of minions the rise of Gru. so how do you guys feel about this i personally feel like it might be a little dramatic I feel like this is like an inalienable right as an annoying American teen to see minions. And I think it's despicable of movie theaters for doing this. I think, I think one, it's bringing them a lot of business. Two, I think it's making the movie a lot of money. They're probably selling a lot of snacks to these kids. I think it would make the viewing experience more fun actually too, especially for the kids. If people are like mocking the minions and cheering afterwards, as long as they're not being like too loud, but if they're just doing like, funny bits here and there and as long as nothing like hard is being thrown that could hurt someone and they clean up or clean up after themselves i think that this would be great and it's a super viral trend it's literally on like tiktok youtube twitter so i don't think it's gonna stop anytime soon until this movie's literally out of theaters it's kind of like a built-in like 4d experience i think maybe the kids who are going can tone it down a bit and they can still have their fun they go on their friday night bond with their friends and do this whole thing and it could be so much fun but they can still give people a good time and not just do the most so I think a compromise just needs to be made here so everyone can win. You know, they can make money and everyone can be happy. Universal production, um, you know, like Universal who makes the movies is actually so happy because while the theaters may be like losing some money from irritated customers, this trend has made Universal Picture Studio millions of dollars off of the minions. So clearly the theaters are probably making a lot of money off of snacks sales too because you know it costs a whole fucking mortgage payment to get a small box of nerds 
But it's made over, the movie's made over $125 million just in opening weekend, which is fucking crazy. Way beyond the budget of what the film even was. So they're already millions of dollars in profit. They're probably going to make hundreds of thousands more in the coming weeks. I'm sorry, hundreds of millions more in the coming weeks in theaters. So any press is good press. A TikTok trend can literally make something so popular and like a worldwide phenomenon so they should be thanking these kids because think about it these kids probably wouldn't have even gone anyway if it's a trend so so many people are making money and maybe if the theaters just paid their workers more they could hire a bigger staff and they could just clean up quickly and everyone can go home and everyone can win but they're probably not doing that so i think it's the theaters fault for not handling this correctly and trying to compromise with these kids and they should just let them worship the minions Thank you guys so much for listening to Pop Culture University today. I hope you had a fun time getting the tea, hanging out, hearing what I had to say. I hope you are equipped with some shit to talk with your friends and family. You know, shit talking makes the world go around. It's what we run on. So if you enjoyed today's episode, rate it five star on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Leave a cute little review. You're already here. You may as well do so. Screenshot yourself listening to it. Tag me. Put it on your Instagram story. Let everyone know what amazing podcast you're listening to. Also, I was thinking today, I'm not sure if this topic would be something that you guys would want me to talk about on here, but I watch like a lot of reality television, like Big Brother and Real Housewives and Love Island and Drag Race. And I know the fan bases for those shows are big, but I feel like the fan bases for more studio scripted, these big production series are bigger so i'm always like should i talk about drama that's going on in these shows where people care so if you're into those shows if you're you know a reality show binger just like me let me know in the dms um also if you want to like reach out to me in the dms i will see it a lot quicker if you tag me on the story because i have like a whole section that pops up right in the front of my notifications that tell me who has put me on their story so it's easier to do that and then once i respond to you then which i will will you'll like go to the top of my dms and we can chit chat all the time so yeah let me know if you guys would be into that i'm so fucking into that all of that and all of them are starting right now and some of the best television i'm not even kidding this year has been reality television and that i don't care how vapid that sounds it's absolutely true and if you don't know that you know now so get into it yeah and yeah it's tuesday have a great rest of your week get hype for lizzo's album be productive bad bitches this week you have dreams to chase you have money to get you have life goals to get after and this week i challenge you guys to not put anything off today that you could do tomorrow if you have something to get done today just do it today there's no better feeling than going to bed satisfied with what you did you know what they say work hard play hard if you work hard this week you can play hard on the weekend and you know you have to choose your heart it's hard to do the arduous task right now and today but it's even harder not to accomplish what you want to and live the life that you want to so choose your heart and i know what you guys will choose because you are bad bitches and i believe in you and just tackle the rest of the week with everything in you because you know you have it in you to do so make yourself proud but either way no matter what you fucking do you make me proud every single day and i Love you. I'm obsessed with you. As I say, I'm in your fandom. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, enjoy the rest of your week. And I cannot wait to chat it up on Friday. Okay. Bye, y'all. I will see you Friday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.